And welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, enjoying a very fine, fine day after Christmas. And um, this is a little more of an intimate setting for this show. Uh, with me is, uh, well, a good friend of the show and uh, the announcer that you hear on everything, and a guy you've, you've heard from time to time, is uh, Mr. Uh, announcer Elliot. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Elliot, real quick before we get into the show, I just want to let everybody know that lots of times when you hear the little inter- interstitial bits that come in on the show, uh, lots of times, of course, you do all the announcing on that stuff, but you also help to write some of them too. Uh, yeah, we uh, definitely get together and write some of that stuff. I do a lot of the writing on the jokes, I guess, copy, I guess it would be, right? Yeah, the funny thing is Elliot does some copy on all that stuff. Uh, I'm a professional copywriter. <laughs> I'm very less professional. But we come in, we, we knock around ideas, and it ends up being kind of the interstitial bits that come out on the show and some of the topics. And Elliot has a real hand in stuff, but you just don't hear that much of him. Uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll hear more from me, I hope. Yeah. Uh, so uh, no, no John today, no Buck. Uh, just me and Elliot sitting here gabbing uh, because it's a it's kind of a special day. Uh, it is Boxing Day. Yes, and so... Boxing Day, yes, uh, celebrated in like Hong Kong, Canada, and the UK. Uh, yeah, anywhere that uh, the great queen once had her reach, I guess would be the best way to put it. But not here. Uh, we, we did done with the kings in about uh, 17, I don't know, 1770s around there. We said no kings, and we're doing our own thing. So last night, I'm, I'm sure just like myself, celebrated Christmas with my grandma in a beautiful Hawthorne, California. Not a, not actually a big Christmas celebrator with my family. We we save it up for the Boxing Day. What? Yeah, we uh, we 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 actually celebrate Boxing Day more than uh, Christmas or the Christmas Eve. I hear is another popular thing people do. Okay, so you guys you don't celebrate? Are you guys like you guys have some you, Han- Hanukkah? No, no, uh, no, no, no. Kwanzaa. Just, just, we we focus all our energy on uh, Boxing Day. Actually, that's gotta be. I mean, lots of holiday times when when. People celebrate the holidays, it can become aggressive amongst family members, but if you save it up all year, deny yourselves Christmas, and go straight to what I think is a little more of an aggressive holiday, like Boxing Day, I think that probably says something about your family, because you don't come off as an aggressive guy uh, at all. Well, Boxing Day is a very giving and uh, wonderful tradition that's really celebrated in a lot of places, and I think Americans just don't see that side of it. Here's the deal. You're you're Mr. Boxing Day. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I well actually I wrote a song because okay. I, I felt that you know Americans needed to do a little better at celebrating Boxing Day, and I figured like a good song is something to be played on the radio. Uh, so when it is Boxing Day, and your Canadian friends or your English friends or that are celebrating Boxing Day can do it, uh, they had at least have something to sing. Because I've never heard a Boxing Day song in my life. So yeah, not popular here. So, uh, Elliot, here we go. Can I grab the guitar real quick? Okay, you gonna grab that? Yeah. So here, I've been working on this all week. Okay. Uh, well, then let's hear what you got, man. And not not knowing that you were a big Boxing Day uh, uh, celebrator. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's 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 a tradition. Boxing Day. Muhammad Ali to me is still Cassius Clay Why did he choose a common Islamic name? Oh, I believe in Boxing Day Boxing Day Is it time to celebrate Sugar Ray? Leonard Robinson to me it's the same Oh, I believe in Boxing Day Rest in peace, Apollo Creed He was slain by Clubber Lane I think it was Drago So Rob 
Rocky trained in Venice Beach Whistlered speech till the bell rang Boxing Day Ali to me, I call him Cassius Clay Why in the world did he pick an Islamic name like Kareem? Oh, I believe in Boxing Day Can I interrupt you? Todd, Todd, yeah, if, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I could, if I could stop you for one second, um, uh, did you enjoy the song though? Uh, I, Todd, um, the melody—is it the melody? Because I know the melody might sound a little familiar to no, some people. No, uh, Todd, that's actually not in the spirit. And well, the song started off honestly. I woke up in the morning one day and I was like, "Scrambled eggs." No, no, that's nothing. That no, 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 it's none of that. And then I put Boxing Day to it later. I, I think you're really missing the spirit and the essence and the... Was it not happy enough? The, the, very really the effervescence of Boxing Day. I think you really conceptually... Uh, uh, it's not about uh, people hitting each other boxing. Well, no, I know. It's Look, I looked on the calendar and the, I have a calendar in my uh, house. It's of kittens. And then inside it's Boxing Day. Okay, cool. It's, it's, it's a day dedicated to pugilism. Like, you know, sometimes they have, you know, like a first day of uh, opening day at baseball. There's a Super Bowl day. And I figured today was just dedicated to boxing. And uh, possibly Pacquiao is going to be on TV later. We'll get the boys over. Everybody put him uh, five bucks and then we'll be able to order it. And, and it'll be a good day. No, you're really far off, man. Um, boxing Day is actually a very long celebrated tradition uh, where the more affluent and wealthy will give out uh, the toys. Then why are we even discussing this? Wait, it, we, we're not, it, we, we are neither. It, it's, it's Boxing Day, though. This is, this is the tradition. It, it involves us. We're involved in this. Don't worry. We're- so you're saying what happens is the affluent, the wealthy, they come down off their big goddamn hill. So I'm going to be looking down. Everybody in Palos Verdes, uh, everybody in Signal Hill, they're going to be coming down. What are they going to do? They're going to start hitting the poor? No, is that what's no, going to happen? They're going to start gonna, the gloves, right? No. There's, there's no fighting involved at all. It's a very giving and uh, loving and wonderful thing that these uh, rich, uh, wealthy, affluent... Uh, so it's BDSM. It's kind of like a dominance thing where they come down and there's no fighting, but there's hitting? N- no, it's people who just have everything given to them by God. Take out of their heart the old toys they got last year or don't want anymore and put it on in a box on the stoop so that the lesser privileged, who God, you know, kind of fucked, shunned, uh, can have something. Oh. Well, are we givers or takers? Like, are we... We're the uh, fucking takers, man. Yeah, right. that's why That's why we actually celebrate it in my family. We're, we're the... Yeah, we're not the givers. We, have, guys to, are we not, have to take. You're yeah. notoriously cheap people. Yeah, we're, we're taking. Well, this is a big bummer, because... I thought we're going to sit, and we. I had topics set up. I had a, an, an interview with uh, Sugar Ray Robinson and I, uh, Jake LaMotta, and I just thought we're going to do a whole special on boxing. I thought that maybe you knew a little bit about boxing, so we can come, we can talk about this kind of shit. I, but I, now I, you're telling me that this holiday is all about me filling a box full of crap and or digging into a box full of crap. It's more of, yeah, you digging in it. I don't, I, unless things have changed... And you do, uh, are you going to be leaving out a box? Because I would like to be, if you are leaving out a box, I would like to put that on our route, actually. There's not a lot of people in America leaving out the boxes recently. We've actually had to make some cross-country trips, uh, which is kind of expensive gas-wise. So how, how about this? There is something to get right into the heart and spirit of Boxing Day. What do you got for me, man? There is some old stuff we do have lying around the Far Out podcast. Stuff that you don't want anymore. Well, it's not that we don't want it, it's just we had it, we haven't given it yet. It's, it's seen no use. This is, this is dusty. There is a lot more that has happened on the Far Out podcast than the listeners have heard. Okay. This, is, this sounds good. Well, you, I'm amazed that you sound surprised. Do you not remember some of the drunken nights we've had in this garage? Uh, no, some of them I don't remember, actually. Well, I've, I have talked about it before with a guy named Giovanni. On when I've been on his show, the, the geopodcast.com. And uh, before this show started, there was an interim time when I was on the old podcast, uh, uh, Low Budget, 
and then I came out to do this one that they, I did some test shows. And, you know, it was just kind of getting ready and uh, gearing up for the new show and just testing out equipment. So we recorded some stuff. Um, there's been some drunken nights hanging out in the in this garage. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that people haven't heard from the Far Out podcast that just possibly we can set out in our proverbial RSS feed box and put it out. And those that want to hear, I don't know, the orphan children or the cast off of this podcast or people who are just starving for something to listen to because no other shows are putting shit out this week um, can sit and maybe take a listen and first of all figure out A, why it wasn't put out. <laughs> or B, maybe go, actually, that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, so we'll just, we'll, maybe we'll just stick it in this show here. So behold, everyone out in far out land, I, Todd Perry, along with Elliot Dagan, declare this the first ever annual <laughs> Far Out Podcast Boxing Day Spectacular. Craptacular. And we're going to give you, not not all of it, because some of it just should not be heard by any human being, <laughs> but we're going to give you some clips and stuff for you to listen to that was necessary. We didn't quite figure it was going to be great for us to put out on the Far Out podcast, but if you really want something to listen to, we have some fun stuff. Yeah, rummage through it. Uh, if you like it, take it home, keep it, and uh, maybe you can uh, put it out in the box uh, next year for other people. You can just keep passing this content down. <clears throat> so... Uh, you ready, Elliot, to begin? Let's do this. Happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Day, Todd. Happy Boxing Day, Elliot. <laughs> Can we do that like John and Yoko? Happy Boxing Day, Elliot. Happy Boxing Day, Todd. All right, so we're here to clip one, which is a clip called Dead or Alive, which is basically just a uh, basic bit where we played a game between John and Buck of uh, celebrities and ask whether they're dead or alive. And this was recorded during the first ever full-on, you know, real recording session we did for Far Out. Um, we did a bunch of shows that day, and I guess this one just kind of came off as the weakest link, and it wasn't as fun as the rest, and just wanted to put out all good stuff when we started the show off, uh, just to kind of start off on the right foot, because there's a lot of people coming into the show new, so we just wanted to make sure it was good. So this one just kind of thought it was the weakest link. It's not not terrible, but uh, yeah, and then I was going to add a bunch of sound effects and stuff into it, so this is all just dry, uh, none of it in there. Um, but there's a little bit at the end that I thought was kind of interesting, where we talk about death, which is... Uh, Kind of interesting. So that is the first one. It's called Dead or Alive. Yeah, I'll add to the Hello? Yeah. You want Hello? to hear him? Yep. Uh, all right. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Far Out. I'm Todd Perry. Yeah, you are. And sitting to the left of me now, I'd say at this point, dethroned. As being known as John Salwin. What? He's just known as John... As, as being known as announcer John Salwin. Oh, okay. Because I think that always... With before your name, it's like, and I'm John Salwin. Well, that's what... that Yeah, I guess, maybe. I think now you're just a mortal. Uh, okay, cool. And the legendary, awesome Buck Perez. That's right. How you feeling, Buck? Here again. Uh, pretty good. Day two. So I'm getting used to the radio thing. So we did our first show when? 24 hours ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was about so, 24 hours ago, so yeah, yeah. yeah just so, feeling it. Or, or whatever. And now it's like, now it's like four in the morning, so I'm just getting used to these hours, man. Just, you know, just, it's not really feeling it, but yeah, I'm getting used to it. It's hard. And, you know, and it, I'll be getting paid soon, right? This is oh, day yeah. two. This is day yeah. two. I still haven't gotten paid. Oh, yeah. Once, <laughs> once, once we throw up that well, big ass donate button um, and uh, we start raining, raining in the huge amount of money we're going to pull down from this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you promised him. Wait, waiting on that money, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I left a lot of things to do this, so let's just make it work. I promised Buck I would change his life. Right. And here's what I told him. I said, Buck, you're going to go from leading your normal life to having people speculate and talk shit about you on the internet publicly. Yes. That's what's going to happen. Oh, by the, speaking of that, uh, be sure to uh, check out faroutpodcast.com and comment on the shows because uh, that's uh, our responsibility is to talk. And uh, you guys, uh, you know, we, we love the feedback. You guys uh, go, you can put up your avatar, a little <laughs> photo. Well, I'm still trying to figure out the guy, Lax Dude, always um, comment on the low budget site. And uh, he, he had this picture, and I thought, it was, I don't know, it was like Dorian Gray or something. Like, I didn't know who the photo was, and I was always wondering. So it maybe it was if, him. If he could tell us, I don't, I don't know if, is that him? 
I don't know. I mm. assumed it was. He was like a 40-year-old Canadian guy. Yeah. Hmm. I, I also, you were just wrong because the photo was in black and white. That's true. I immediately think it's old if it's in black and white. Right. Is, is that a weird assumption, John? No. I mean, it might have been his headshot from 1997. I don't know. I have no idea. I just figured it was him. It's on a Kicks cereal commercial yeah. and sent in a headshot. Who else would it go? be? Now, I like, here, here's a funny thing about, about, about doing the new show is that, Buck, here's the great thing. Buck? We're getting paid. No. Go ahead. Right, right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, Buck, uh, tell me what Hot Talk LA is. You know anything about that? No. All right. Uh, tell me, uh, do you, if, if I said pretty good podcast, would you know what that is? Mm, other than it sounds, you know, pretty good. Not up to par, but not as good as what we're doing right, right now. If, no. if, if, I made a Never da- heard. if I made a Dave's of Thunder reference, would you understand what I'm talking about? A Dave's of Thunder reference. Dave's. Dave's of Thunder. He's uh, trying to establish he knows nothing about I know nothing. any other podcast. I got no, no, I got no, no idea. No, no, idea. I, no, no, I think, and this is one of the greatest things in the world because it's kind of like doing the podcast, we played in the sandbox with all these other shows and there's all this kind of, I, I would say on some level, like people listen to one show, listen to the other, and there's a you know certain amount of fun, intrigue, uh, drama right. that goes on with all this. And the great thing is, Buck, I know none of that shit. Fresh yeah. eyes. Yep. So actually, we don't have to really fucking deal with it. Which is, you know, because I could sit and talk about Buck, and it's it's a fresh vacuum discussing our show and podcasting, which is uh, fresh and nice. Very good. I'll like, bring the levity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the levity in. I just like the way you looked at me when you said that. I'll bring the levity. You're just like, like I was a pro wrestler or something. Like I'll bring the levity. Damn it! Yeah. 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 Holding yeah. <laughs> oh, the right. mating signal. No, I'm not doing the mating signal. No, I'm putting it, putting the hand down. All right. And and uh, speaking about new stuff. Yes. You know, uh, like I, in my uh, programming brain, devised a new game. Never been done before. Never been done. New to the advent of radio or podcast. New to the advent of podcast, radio. Uh, I don't believe anybody's ever touched this. And hmm. w- what we're going to do is we're going to debut this game now. Nice. I think we should trademark this game because I don't want okay. people stealing our bitch. Right. Because right. yeah. this, this sounds like gold. Like if I see this appearing on another show, then I think uh, I'll say it right now. You, you'll be sued. Well, as a member of the Church of Satan, <laughs> you can destroy them. Yeah. If they don't stop. So you think about stealing your bid in there? Well, I think uh, there's some about stealing. Yeah. Take what does not belong to you unless it is a burden and they crown. Oh, no. Okay. So what's the bit? So other shows yeah, can get to stealing it. Or let's whatever. go. Well, well, uh, uh, yeah, also, let's if, you, if you, you will hear from my lawyer, Mr. Okay. Kim Steen, okay. one of the hype beer lawyers, you All will right. hear about. Okay. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. This game is called. Uh, <clears throat> Dead or alive. All right. All right. Now, uh, now, now, Buck and John, you're competing against each other. So is got this it. like we're na- you're naming a dead or alive song and we got to say if it was uh, done by them originally? If it was done by Bon Jovi or did. someone else. Yeah. yeah. Close. Or the other. Like you spin me Close. around. I was like, oh, that was one of them. <laughs> uh, no, this, this game is, uh, I'm, I'm going to name a, a, a celebrity. Right from like the seventies, like sitcoms and stuff. Cool. And you're 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 gonna a say something funny about them, <laughs> no. And then you're you're gonna tell me whether they are uh, mortal, they're above ground, or below ground. All right. And so I'm gonna ask each person individually now because there's only a fifty fifty chance on each one. Right. Nobody can steal. So it's like if John, if I say somebody, and then John, if I say like Gary Coleman, and John's like alive. And then I'd be like, I'm sorry, but can't go. I'm stealing for the point. Right. Because <laughs> that would be easy. That'd be too, yeah. too so easy. So what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to play a best of three. First person to get three right. Let's do it. It's a very simple, quick, and easy game. All right. Okay. And also, you know. And original. All right. Quick, so, easy, and original. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm flipping a coin. Here we go. Call it. Buck. Tails. <laughs> Buck wins. Okay. All right. So, uh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. The, the first celebrity, Annette Funicello. Is Annette Funicello of Skippy commercials gay? No, no. Oh, it's not the gay. <clears throat> oh, it's not gay. Very or not straight. Gay. Oh, very straight. I'm okay. sorry. All right. I thought she was. Yeah. I thought she was gay. She, she, she no? is kind of. Kind of. Uh, it's a haircut. She's got that kind of. I will. Haircut. Yeah, it's kind of a daggy haircut. Uh, I will say. Former Mouseketeer. The dyke is dead. Dead. 
below ground. And why do you think this? I uh, just Dyke is dead. Just sounded good. I'm sorry. No. And that Funicello is alive. Very much alive. Very much alive. John Salwin. Yes. Point to you. The question with her though, still banging Frankie Val. Yeah, yeah she's still. Banging. She's got MS, dude. It's oh, not I'm fair. So, I'm sorry. She's I didn't like know. In a wheelchair. Look, because I don't know, I'm ignorant. It's all right. Ignorant. Yeah. It's ignorant. This is ignorant. <laughs> right now, she looks like a Richard Pryor in wow. Lost Highway. <laughs> all right, we'll get a photo up of her <laughs> right. so I can. Um, Salivate a bit. All right, John. Yeah. Now this is a little more of an obscure person, but uh, I think I think you'll get this. Uh, Whit- Whitman Mayo. <laughs> Whitman Mayo. You may know Whitman Mayo as Grady. Oh. From uh, Sanford and Son. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. He was also uh, Arnold Jackson's long lost like uncle who came back to to get money from him on different strokes. Oh, and, I got you. Yeah. And also the guy in Boys in the Hood. When they're all standing around looking at like a billboard, he's like, you, and he says the N-word quite frequently, you guys are just shooting each other. You don't know about putting together a community. Mm, mm. And he has that kind of little white afro. He's kind of an old crotchety man. Whitman Mayo, dead or alive? He's dead. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yes, actually, uh, Whitman Mayo is dead, and uh, he died in 2001. So one point for John Sowen. One point for John Sowen. dead. All right. All right. Buck. Yep. You're down one point. Let's do this. AR. Duck is dead. Uh, Conrad Bain. You may know him as Mr. Drummond from Ooh, Different Strokes. Yes. Are you just watching Different Strokes yeah. one day <laughs> this when is you a put whole, this list together? This is a whole Different Strokes thing that's, going on. That's true. There's a theme going on. That's true. I was... By the way, Todd Bridges, still alive. Yeah. 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 Just, just, but that's not the issue. That's, that's not the issue. That's, you don't Conrad get points Bain. for that. That's Bain. not on my list. I, I, yeah. I skipped ahead to question seven. No, no, no. I, Conrad Bain. Oh, okay, okay. It's not it's not a question. Well, how old was he on the show? Let's take that into consideration. He was like, what, 80-something on the show? So <laughs> Definitely an octogenarian. He was yeah, in Al Davis was, territory. But he was still banging Dixie Carter, which was dope. What? Oh, yeah. Remember he was banging Dixie <laughs> Carter? Uh, no. <laughs> Conrad Bain on the show, yes. Dixie Carter was always like, uh, you know, I always thought that she was like the low-end Susan Sarandon. It's like if you couldn't get Susan <laughs> like Sarandon. Like a southern got, chick, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Uh, the, the chick that, uh, what's his face, Christopher Lloyd was banging in Back to the Future 3. What was her name? Mary Steenburgen. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I always kind of get all of them confused. Right. They all look like my mother, though. It's right. kind of weird. But So Conrad yeah. Bain, Mr. Drummond, what's, what's up with him? Dead or alive? Alive. Because he would be probably somewhere in the 120s now, still taking care of himself, like complete- Jack LaLanne. <laughs> You're completely correct, Buck. He's still alive? One. By the way, Wait, I think he was only like, he was only like 37 <laughs> on different <laughs> strokes. He wasn't in his 80s. He looked He just looked, looked old. looked pretty fucking old. Yeah. It was like Steve Martin. He, he went, his hair went white when he was like 25, so right. everyone always thought he looked old. So when he got to be 65, everyone was like, oh, that guy looks the same. It's like, yeah, because he's had gray hair. I, I don't know, like, though. He had like the Adam's apple drop, which means you're old. When like your Adam's apple starts falling out of your neck. <laughs> he just looked old. He wasn't old, though. Really? Yeah, he just mm. looked old. So you guys claiming that Conrad Bain had progeria? So we, uh, uh, no, no, I'm just claiming that he looked older than he <laughs> yeah. was. So how old, does it say how old Mr. Bain is? No, I did not research that. Yeah, okay. yeah, well, Maybe someone can comment on the website. More research. Uh, uh, John. Yes. From Three's Company, Mr. Roper, Norman Fell. Uh, I think he's dead. Nobody based that on. Uh... The fact that I think I saw something that said Norman Feld died. <laughs> I Plus, can't remember why. Was, was this a street sign? I'm no, glad. no, was no. Was this the was blimp like, was going over and it said, no, newsflash, Ice Cube's a pimp and Norman Feld dead? Nah, I think I saw a news story at some point, probably around the time that he died. I, I'm, glad I, yeah, I'm glad I didn't get this one because I actually went to the funeral. And I was, yeah. I was well, a yeah, pallbearer. I think, I think Norman Feld is dead. Did, did you forget you went to the funeral and then you look at that pocket in your suit coat? And you find the, the, the funeral flyer. Right. It's Norman Fell. Norman Fell. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, well, now we have an answer. Here we go. Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah. Norman Fell is uh, actually uh, uh, dead. Yeah. Died of cancer in 1998. Oh, yeah, day. that's probably when I saw the news release that said that he died. Yeah. Um, all right, so it's Let's do two, it. two to one now. Two one. Yeah. Two one. Um, Buck, this is harsh. You could, you could lose if John Sowen gets the next one right. Now the answer, the question. <sighs> yes. Hopefully there'll be a sound effect right here to make this good. We'll Even more dramatic. Post. Yes. Than it already is. Caesar Romero, you may know him. <sighs> the as Joker. Yeah. The yeah. dog whisperer. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Basically. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's Caesar Malone. Oh, oh shit. Caesar Malone. Yeah. Because be, I was gonna say very much dead if it was a other guy. That would be kind of funny actually if he was if he was the 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 dog whisperer because it would be like the dog would be by and be like woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. But the laugh of a man who's like uh, you know just fiendishly <laughs> masturbating. I'm gonna say dead. Caesar, Augustus, Caesar, dead. Romero. Uh, he's actually dead, and he's uh, buried in Inglewood. Oh, boy. Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm back in, in it. In a two, cemetery two. or just somewhere? Just in Inglewood. <laughs> just somewhere. <laughs> they, right. he, he busted, like, Indian people. Like, I like how Indian people have this, that thing where they just, they find a corner and they lay down and die. Yeah. Hmm. Like, nice. what's up with it? I think we might have discussed this on low budget on, uh, like, I think I was, was talking with Mark, and uh, it was about like, do, do people have some like muscle that they hold on to before they die? Then they release it, and then they just die. You know, because people are, like he's holding on to life. Like, I, yeah. like currently, I'm alive, right? And I, I'm in no way holding on to anything to keep living. Hmm. You know, it's not like uh, I, I always feel it's kind of like if you ever like holding your butt together. Uh, like I was going to say, gotta take a shit, and you're just <laughs> holding on. Is that like what well, it's that's like? That's a really gruesome you, way to say. It. But if well, before I mean, you well, die, the like holding on, like please. Just give me a couple other minutes so I get to the toilet. Like, so that, your ass is your life. Like, that's the last it, line of defense. I think right? it might be one of those things. Like, you sort of when when you get to the point where you're close to death, you sort of have a chance. Just like, uh, just like you can take control of your breathing or something like that. Yeah, like like, like falling ge- asleep. Kind but of generally, thing? that's the thing. Since you're not that close to death, you don't. Ha- you're not really aware of that control that you have. Your subconscious mind is just taking care of it for you. Yeah. But when you're getting closer, you can actually take over conscious control. So it's one of those That's things sweet. like the death muscle. You might never have to, you might never, you're not going to know about it until you're close to death. Right. So, it, so it's kind of like um, you get you get full keys to the uh, car. Like w- once kinda. you get ready to die, your subconscious just drops the keys in your lap. It's <laughs> like, you know that shit that you took? This like, is everything. Right. Like yeah. that you're, you're like before just kind of like, you know, we're, we're it's relatively easy to live. Like, we don't have to beat our own heart. We just have to make sure to keep breathing. And that yeah. that's kind of automatic on some level. But it's like, She's yours now. Like when right. your dad gave you a car when you were sixteen, just put the keys. And say, She's yours now. Or maybe it's Be one good of those it. things that you know, since Actually, your subconscious is always taking care of it, maybe that mechanism just goes, and then you sort of consciously have to maintain it for a little while. Yeah. Like a so, well, so, if, if if anybody right into the show, by the way, show at far well, they're, 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 they're not gonna know. <laughs> there could there could be somebody that had a near death experience, John. If they we did, have they, a wide reach for this show, we have a huge audience. If they did, they probably have more important things than to do than listen to a podcast, like keep themselves alive for another few days. But anyway, not this show. Yeah, this show is more important. <laughs> so, dead. We're tied up. So now we're gonna go to John. Yes, this is yes. a good one. Yeah. yeah. This is. I have a feeling this is going to be like that one tennis match the other day at Wimbledon went on for like hours, days, hours. Yeah, like seven yeah. hours. Right. Because no, me and John are just going to keep going off on this. It's, this could be the final question if John gets this one right. Yeah. What is it? F off. You may know him from Saturday Night Live and Martin. <laughs> Martin. Garrett Morris. Oh, Garrett oh. Morris. Oh. Uh, the guy who famously said, I'm going to get me a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see. Right. And a basal bulb and a betty betty good to me. Um... um I think Garrett Morris is alive. But I know I could be wrong on this, too. But I'm going to go with alive. Alive. Okay. The answer. Garrett Morris, in 1994, he was shot in an apparent robbery Ooh, attempt. Wow, damn it. Damn. But went on to make a full recovery. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. In a radio, radio interview, he mentioned that the robber who shot him was eventually incarcerated and in prison. Um, and, and then in prison, some fans of Morris's who, who happened to be inmates there teamed up and beat up the robber in revenge. What's, what's nice. with the life bio on this guy? And I ask how old Conrad Bain is. And you, don't know, <laughs> you got like a life yeah. bio on this dude. Well, because I thought that maybe somebody would be like, oh, I, oh, wait, I heard Garrett Morris was shot. Yeah. Like, cause that that kind of made news. It was like, yeah. Well, I didn't remember that he got shot, but I remember I'm like, oh, I think there was something about him, but I think he's still alive. The first man to be known as the black guy on Saturday Night Live was killed, you know? Yeah. Right. Well. So that being said, I win. Who no, won? John. John is the winner. Damn. And uh, g- given our rules that are based on uh, Satanism, I think there's a crucifixion in order at oh, some okay. point. Well. All right. And All once right. again, I'm wh- due. If you've ever, you know, flexed the death muscle, I want to know. I mean, this is actually one of the big questions I have in life that nobody's been able to answer me. So probably because most people aren't aware of it. Most people don't have need to exercise it. And now, right now, we hit a button, 
and we're playing the uh, John Sowens produced Coke Talk. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Coke Talk. Yeah. Okay, so are we doing this story or what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, all right. How Richard Pryor gave Pam Greer a cocaine-encrusted vagina. Ooh. Uh, this next part was a little bit of the end of the first show we put out called Camp Rules, and it was called, I guess, called Mental Blocks. And originally, kind of the format of the show was going to be at the end, we would go over like a great quote or try to talk about something, I don't know, some something of depth or not just trying to be funny, but actually kind of, you know, break down some of life's bigger mysteries, but in a fun and goofy way. And uh, just to, you know, put a little depth to the show. And then this was our first attempt at it. And I think it wasn't really explained right. It just, we just, didn't, just kind of missed hitting it right. So here's uh, that attempt. And uh, it's a Woody Allen quote. This bit's going out. That's what's going out. Yeah. <laughs> bit's going out. So I want to <laughs> end the show. On a good note. On a good note. Which, or something. Is, which is impossible at this point. We're going to end up just Impossible cutting right here and then picking up. Um, I had a list of like quotes and shit. Quotes and shit? All right. I got a... I, I, I just have one memory. Stratification. Yeah. No one should be protected from the effects of their own stupidity. No. <laughs> All right. So we'll pick up right here. To end the show, um, I'm thinking... Uh, Kind of a new new idea we're going to do on this show versus the old shows. I want to do a little bit where maybe at the end of the show we actually do something, talk about something, you know, not necessarily trying to be funny, but kind of break down something, maybe some thoughts or whatever. And, uh, you know, go over a great quote. You know, I, I love quotes. I love, I love uh, saying them incorrectly. You know, I like misquoting great quotes. But uh, I figured, uh, you know, it's it's always cool, like when people have the ability to pithily say something in one sentence that means a whole fucking shit, right? And sometimes they're true or false or or whatever. But um, there was, uh, I guess the one today is. Let me pull up my sheet. Now, John, wait. First of all, John, do you feel good that you're not being forced to read this? <laughs> whatever. Either way, like life just got easy for John Sell, and you're like, well. I don't have to read as much shit. Yeah, considering there's not even one written on that paper. No spiders in this garage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, uh, we're not in a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. Know? yeah. And you don't have to read shit. Right. But uh, I, I figure one of my favorite quotes is, uh, <clears throat> uh, 80% of life is just showing up by uh, Woody Allen, I believe, said that. And uh, people always, you know, attribute that to him. And they're like, what did you mean by when you said that? You know, he's like, well, I just kind of fucking said it. And... um. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Is 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 eighty percent of life just showing up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, John. <laughs> I think well, if well, we're not abiding by the satanic rules on this one, <laughs> yeah. okay? I, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, you have to show up in order to uh, to like do something. So right. I guess that's uh, it's sort of like the headline. It's like the most. It, if you don't show up, everything else doesn't matter. Right? Yeah, I think it, you know it's uh, pre- pretty basic, and I think also with with getting the show done today. We all showed up. It's great. Yeah. Now we have a show. But um, like, I, I was I was thinking to myself the other day. I was uh, doing new shit because uh, this show now it's uh, my job to do like web shit and put the website together and everything. And yeah. I hadn't actually ever done that before. Like, actually started my own URL and all this kind of stuff. And being in fact what I do for a living, it's kind of bizarre to me. I actually, haven't done it before. But I said, "Fuck! It, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn something new." And, uh, and I realized that most shit that anybody else can do in this world it's not really that terribly difficult unless you're talking about some great artisan craft but like there's kind of mental blocks we have sometimes about stuff just you know like oh i can't do that other people make websites i'm not a website making person right Mm -hmm. it's kind of this weird mental block you have but actually i just kind of showed up and uh, now i have a website and i'm not saying it's a great uh, accomplishment in life but i think that lots of times people have that block like uh, oh, other people do that, you know. Kind of outsourcing it, yeah. Yeah, or it's like you know. Oh, well, well, I I can't do voiceovers. People like John do voiceovers for a living, right? Right. But actually, I I'm, I bet, or if the you know many of the average people sat down and they actually learned the craft, they could probably do it at some acumen. Well, yeah, it's pretty much true. If you start doing something, you'll get better at it. There's no doubt about that. Right. We. we I guess maybe the bigger things I'm saying is, I guess, each person maybe isn't as limited as we put in our own heads. 
Yeah, I you guess. know, yeah. like your greatest limitations aren't really what you've been given mentally and physically, and to be able to accomplish unless you're like, you know, have like trisonomy twenty one or something. But it, it's just more in your own fucking head. Like, oh, I, I can't do that. That's All right, so this is like this is the end of the show. This is we're wrapping it up. This is like your Doctor Phil like moment right well, now. It's right? it's our it's our well, Doctor. I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> feeling the Doctor Phil moment, man. I mean, you're, you're not having it. You, I'm this, not having this doesn't it. relate to you at no, all. No, my mental blocks, everything like that have made me who I am. Oh, okay. So, you know, th- take a look. Uh, this next bit is from before even there was a Far Out podcast, and it was when we didn't really have a name for the show yet. And it was basically just to test out some of the recording equipment. Buck and I, who hadn't worked together and doing broadcasting stuff since, like, college, so it had been a long time, uh, came in the garage and sat and, you know, worked on, you know, make sure we can get the sound sounding good for the show. And so we just did a topic on 90s nostalgia and how uh, kids in high school these days are embracing the things that we embraced when we were in maybe like middle school or early high school days. So we had a fun little chat and I always thought it was good. We put out part of this as one of the uh, kind of teasers that came out before the first Far Out podcast, but uh, this is the full version of that. All right, sitting here with Mr. Todd Perry. How are we doing, Todd? Uh, doing just fine. Here. Very good. Buck Perez here. New to the show. Yes, brand new. The brand new co-host yes. of, of this show. I'm figuring actually probably this is just going to be set inside one of the shows. So we've probably already gone over the fact that you're new. Ah, so we're just going to... Yeah, this is going to be like the whole... some, some music just played. Right. And then we're just like, you just dropped in the middle of a conversation. Just dropped in. Yeah, like no no big setup, just... Right, right at the meat of it. Right, you're just starting right off. Like so, Todd. These kids nowadays, they're some crazy kids. <laughs> some crazy kids now. All right, Buck. So, so the audience knows. How how old are you? Uh, what in dog years or human? Thirty three human. Thirty three human. Yes. And so in dog years, what are uh, you? Shit, uh, I don't uh, know. A, a <laughs> I don't double. Know. A double. I was when you wouldn't ask. I don't know. A, a double centurion. Yeah, probably one twenty. Buck twenty or something like that. Buck. Yeah, buck twenty. Buck. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, these kids nowadays—they crazy kids. So, so what? You're a—you do photography, or whatever, with kids, right? Yes, we're in the schools. We work at a national school studio. Uh, works in all the schools from basically Malibu to uh, Paramount, all the schools in between. So it's a lot of a lot of coverage on there. And so, what? You're you're the guys that like when I was in high school or whatever. You were the dude who like sat kids down and like took their senior photo or whatever yep that's us yes now, now do you also pimp out class rings with that do you do the add-on like no nah, we don't we don't get into the ring no bling on this yeah it's just strictly photography do, yeah. do you have a problem with the jostens people or, uh, or is that cool well, no nah, they're they do what they do and they right. do it well you know and them the herf joneses everyone else out there but yeah so you go from malibu to like where like so for, for those of you who are out of uh, California, Malibu is like the most, well, they probably know this, the most ritziest shit in the world, right? Like yes, the, yes. Uh, sometimes we've had parent volunteers such as Pamela Anderson. Oh, really? yes. Oh, yes. Um, you, you work. Superman, former Superman, Dean Kane. Yes, oh. yes. He was a parent volunteer one time when I was up there. Was uh, it, that's the most disappointing. Like when you set someone up with former Superman, you think, right. oh, maybe George Reeves. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Uh, Christopher Reeve also. Uh, you're thinking, um, <laughs> the new, who's, who's the new dude? I don't know. I'm not a super. I'm, I'm a Batman. I'm sorry. Or, or, or a guy from Smallville. Smallville. You're talking Smallville. But, but Dean Kane, the most unimpressive of the supermen. Yeah, he was he was in there for a minute, huh? It was more about the chick, huh? With, yeah. With that one, yeah. Yeah, she's, Ooh, she's hot. Yeah. So, oh, okay, Pamela Anderson. Was she, like, standing, like, how, how did this work out? How did, like, the Buck-Pamela Anderson connection come? She's like, oh, Buck. No, no, no. It was at Malibu. Someone actually photographed her. It, it, it's somewhere they have to have an ID thing. So I didn't get to photograph her, but, yeah, saw her from across the room, and just like everyone else. Like, so was, was she helping? Ogling. Was she helping like the kids pose for the f- photos? Because she knows a little something about having her photo oh, taken. Yes. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> no. Be like, no. She's like, it, you know what? I'm thinking like talking to the the girls there. She's like, could you just show a little titty? <laughs> like, the men like it when you show a little titty. Maybe put a little more makeup on, honey. Let's keep in mind this is an elementary school, Todd. Uh, yeah, that would not go down too much. <laughs> not going down. There's not too much titty in no. elementary school. <laughs> no, not going on. Except for those. There's that weird overdeveloped fifth grader. There's always like in every high school, in every in every fifth grade class, there's the um, there's the one girl who's like six foot. The two. people, the kids nowadays, there is at least one girl that is 
at least like you're saying six foot weighs probably almost as much as i do because i'm about six foot one right. you know so they're almost as tall as i am yeah like massive massive d cups and then there's the uh tiny mexican kid with a full-on mustache <laughs> and beard in the fifth grade <laughs> yes uh <laughs> Alejandro. There's always an Alejandro, yes. He's very hair suit, as they say. <laughs> Most of the time, these kids nowadays, they're straight up living in 1987 to 88, I would say. They're, so that's... So, okay. That's the era they, they are loving right now. The on, 87, 88. On the, like, retro scale? Because I remember, like, what, when we were in... When we were in high school, right? It was probably in, like... Uh, 1991, I guess, 91, right? We were probably Enter- the same year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the kids were doing like, we. there was this weird like D-Light, the band D-Light. De La Soul was into it too, kind yeah. of like a hippie type thing. Yeah, there was like this hippie vibe where people were, there, it, that was mixed with, people were going retro, dressing hippie, and then there was that, um, I, I know, I don't know if you rock this, but there was those Africa things people used to sure. wear it wasn't it, it was uh, against like the gold chains at the time like the dookie chains you know the right. big old dookie chains it was you know just one solo thing <coughs> of africa was that like, actually like, against was that fighting against was that like saying that that the black man doesn't need to wear the dookie chain kind of yeah it was kind of like a reaction to that well at least when i rocked it it was i did not i did not work and so like that was the thing and then eventually like as we moved on like people started maybe towards the end of high school was the 70s thing where people started wearing the ironic shirts and like the 70s clothing would be like you'd have like a a ringer that said like i'm a pepper on it Hmm. or like people pretty much uh dressed like the beastie boys right like they had all the retro gear but it was retro like 19 like it was like 1973 1974 right so there's kind of like a progression. It was like 1969 was... Do we have a pen here? Huh? No, I don't... I don't know. No, I don't got that. I was about to do some math. So if... if okay. Don't do math. If 1969 was 1991, right? If you think about it, 1991, where people were doing the retro 1969, right? Okay. And then by 1995, people were acting like it was like 1974, 1975. <laughs> okay. You, yeah. get, you catch me? Right. And then right after that is when people started doing like the Afros and like the, the Pulp Fiction was like kind of was 1994 and that was kind of ripping off 70s shit. Right. And then now, what, when was it like the 80s stuff came back? Like suddenly it was all 80s retro and people were like rocking Alf gear and Michael Jackson and... I'd say all this occurred probably within the last three, four years, two, two three years, probably something like that. Yeah. Like, where I would go to a school and it would be like, I remember asking a teacher once, is it retro day? Like, are you guys serious with this? Is this like 80s day? And she's like, no, this is how they dress all the time. Because people were in like, you know, what is it? Day glow colors. Right. You know, they're like nasty. They're wearing that shit. Yes, they bust the day glow. Like, and this is, this is, that school in particular was in Paramount, which is, you know. Not far from here. Pretty close to Compton. On the other side of the bridge, you know, it's yeah. off the 710. P- Paramount is like between my house right here and Compton, right. essentially. Paramount it, it, is a nice little buffer. Right. You know, you, I go to Paramount, <laughs> but I don't really go to Compton. I don't think Todd goes to Paramount, but anyway. No, I've been to Paramount. <laughs> I got some wings there the other day, actually. Exactly. Hot as fuck. Hot as fuck wings he in got, Paramount. He got the wings and got the fuck out. This, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got the, the wings and got the fuck out. I'm not saying I hung out. I went in there and I went for their most precious natural resource in Paramount, right. which is chicken wings. Yeah. And I got the fuck out. Right. But uh, basically, uh, it's all going downhill. They <laughs> they love what we used to... I don't know. When I was a kid, Kid and Play was probably the softest of rappers that you could you know, <laughs> listen to. They were. Right. I like, mean, because there was gangster rap out here. There was NWA and like uh, Public Enemy on the East Coast and... Uh, Ken and Play were like the softest. They were the ones with the movies and shit like that. Yeah, that was, it was like, if you were listening to Kid and Play when we were in high school, it's like, you were a total pussy. Like, nobody listened. Pretty much, yeah. Like, people's mother listened to Kid and Play, <laughs> and like, and they rocked that right next to like a Will Smith record. Right, Like, ooh, right. the Fresh Prince. But House Party was dope. The first one, the first movie was dope. Don't laugh, Todd. I actually, House I don't Party think I ever was, seen it. oh my lord. I don't think I ever seen it. All right, well, I don't know. You can't speak on it then. I can't, I can't, it's, I can't it could be great. I don't know. Can't speak on it. It could have been the Saturday Night Fever of its generation. It, it was for me, anyway. Yeah. Now, but anyway. I always, you know what? Here, here's my question to you, Buck. Maybe maybe to the audience. Maybe to the black community in general. Um, kid from Kid and Play, right? 
There, I'm, I'm always conflicted looking at Kid because first of all, his hair is is he has he, he was one who had the stove pipe hat haircut, the high top fade. The, the, is that what it was? It was the high top fade. Did you think when uh, black people in the '90s went into to the hair shop? Do you think it was kind of like my woman going into the Starbucks? It's like <laughs> she's like, uh, I want the uh, the chai non-fat iced tea mocha, you know. Like that, but do you think they went like I like the high top fade with an inlet Z over the right. left ear? Yeah, exactly. And they're like, and my name in the back, and my name in the back. Yeah, and don't be cruel right. on the side. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's awesome. it's kind of the same thing when Kid walked in there. Now, now Kid, okay, you have to be, I would say, very black to be able to have your hair kink up and stay that high. Right, right. Like that's strong black jeans. Right. But and usually, if people are more kind of watered down black, I know if this sounds weird, but if like if the guy's like half white, half black, chances are that the hair tends not to be as kinky. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a little more like my hair if the person's a, uh, is half. Right. Okay. Now, kid looked like a white guy <laughs> with black hair. He had the blackest hair in the world and like the most non-black face. He was just light skinned. He's just a light-skinned brother. But usually light-skinned brothers are, aren't going to have like the, the crazy... They're going to be more of a r- relaxed hair. They look like the hair of a Spaniard. Uh, not, necess- <laughs> not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, so do kids you know, at the schools you know, actually you know, rock that? You know, haircut? Kid Kid oh. is uh, Salt's brother. Salt and Pepper. Really? Yes. Kid and Salt are related. Really? You didn't know this? No, no, that sounds like some rumor shit. Like, no, no, like, no. You learn that when you learn that, like Humpty, like he was, <laughs> is, like, he got his nose shocked. burned off in a fire. No, <laughs> he's Shock G. Believe me, I believe no one put that together. <laughs> the, the Shock G was was with Humpty, yeah, with with a fake nose on. Yes. Now, now I was always kind of bugged out when I saw him because, first of all, Humpty, I was like, man, is he a Jewish black guy? Because <laughs> he's kind of kind of talked like an Israelite, right? Well, you know, yeah. He was kind of Hasid in there, yeah. Yeah, he was like a Hasid. He was like Mattis Yahoo before Mattis Yahoo. That's what deep, yeah. But anyway, these kids are rocking the kid and play. Uh, I think I was at Inglewood High School and saw uh, what, a kid. What city is that in? No, it's in Inglewood. Okay. Uh, home of Paul Pierce, Boston Celtic, mm. who we don't like. Yes. But uh, had a kid and play concert t-shirt, like straight up from a show at 87 88 i don't know where the hell he got it but yeah these these kids are rocking the kid and play shit. like was it actually from that era it, or was it, it had, like it had tour dates on the back so i would imagine it, it was yeah was it, was it like faded yeah so okay so did you explain to this kid now i, I, th- I think the movie is you go up to this kid and you're like yo dog you're doing it but you're doing it incorrectly well i asked him how many house parties there were you know that's the main question how many house party movies were there including right. The pajama jammy jam, even though you know that's that's the worst in the uh, trilogy or quad. I think there was four. Yeah, I think there was four house parties. <laughs> <He's> T- <laughs> towards the end, they imported like uh, who was it, crisscross or someone like that. But yeah, there was yeah, there was four he, house parties. Like I, I myself, I would probably if I had to sit down and watch one of those era hip hop movies, I'd go Disorderlies by the Fat Boys. Uh, that might be more like my style of humor. You haven't seen that. You've never seen Disorderlies. I think I, I saw it like oh, way back in the day. That was like back in the, it was like modern Three Stooges. It was so awesome. You never but they're saw, fat. Oh, dude! So it's got to be funnier. They're not fat. They are morbidly obese. <laughs> that dude was that dude was huge. Well, you know, one of them's dead. It was the human well, beatbox? They're not. Yeah, yeah. That's the dude. That's the dude I'm thinking. Brr, stick them. Ah, ah, stick them. Yeah. Dude, was, we, we not to get too wildly off topic, but yesterday I was chilling and I downloaded like the Beach Boys discography. Right. So I was like sitting there listening to like I was like maybe there's some Beach Boys shit from like 1975 I don't know about that's good. Uh-huh. So I was putting one of the records and then I saw on the record was the track they did with the Fat Boys. Which track was it? Wipeout. It's called the Wipeout. Yeah, that was Beach Boys. Wasn't yeah, it? So I remember they did one with Chubby Checker. They did the twist. Right, right. But they did Wipeout with the Beach Boys. Yeah, oh, you, wow. you, you hear like the Beach Boys harmonies instead of a bass line, it's like do. Yeah, <laughs> like this, and I was like, "Whoa, this is wow!" And, awesome. And, and Fat Boys were like Run DMC, but like screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like kind of like they had the Beastie Boys kind of screaming thing, but like even more intense, like screaming. Right. And like the Beach Boys, like no, it's it a very bizarre track. I was like, I, I kind of appreciate the way the Fat Boys were like. I'd rather work with the Beach Boys than Aerosmith. 
You know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that they had a little more class, a no, little, I more, think, little more style than going with. I think it was. Aerosmith. I think it was who's ever available. Because at that point, <laughs> if you think of the Beach Boys' career, you know that was the that was the John Stamos era. Yeah, I think this that was, was pre Kokomo. That was, that was that was the John Stamos on Congos. And that was not a good era for the Beach Boys right there. The John Stamos on Congo to fully bring them back doing a full house episode. Do you, Do you remember that? Do you yeah. remember the full house oh, episode oh, with the I Beach remember. Boys? Oh, yes. They're playing in like and the call LA Coliseum. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I think it was Dodger Stadium. Now, are the kids that, are, oh, they, God, are they wearing like Uncle Jesse that. shirts and shit too? I mean, probably not in Inglewood, but yes. maybe if you went to, to Malibu or <laughs> if you're doing uh, like Lakewood school around here. like I don't know. That was a... That was a hard guy to idolize even back in the day. Uncle Jesse. Yeah, you, you didn't really idolize Uncle Jesse, you know? You admired him because he got that hot chick. But, you know, you always thought him and that one dude were kind of... He's sleazy. Kinda, kinda he's sleazy Euro guy, man. Like, he's Who, Stamos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I, you, ever, you ever think this when the Beach Boys are getting... Or they got... All right, they're, they're sitting at... How uh, the hell did he get in there anyway? How did he get in there? He worm his way in there. <laughs> he's like he, a soap opera star before that show. Right, yeah. Yo, I got you know. Yeah, okay. Well, you know I your do careers. Play, I do play Congos, you know. Yeah. No, what the hell? The the Beach Boys are sitting around one day, probably. You know, you got to have that moment where you've been in a band for fucking twenty years. I know we we were in a band for fucking four or five years, and probably had this moment. Right. But the Beach Boys are sitting around going, eh, I think this is the low. <laughs> like at one moment they kind of turn to each other, like remember the sixties, and then. 70s and we're making playing arenas and shit like just playing the hits like they're looking around they got stamos over there (laughs) and he's 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 eating like some shit out of a pita and they're looking around at each other like this This might be the bottom this is it yeah yeah this is it's all up from here right (laughs) we'll record kokomo and tom cruise will make us a million dollars right that's right and then uh then who then uh this we might get the we might get the funk of the uh the stink the stank of death that the Fat Boy song put on our career. The I hex. <laughs> I don't know. I say we listen to it. Do we have it queued up? Uh, Insert iPod here. Okay, boom. There we go. All right. That sounds great. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We'll actually cut here and we'll... we'll I'm listening maybe to Maybe drop it in under the... the oh, I got under the, Um. So we're listening to it right now. See, I, I like how we... Yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah. All right. So I guess this is probably going to be a little pause in the recording right here. So I guess we can now just play that, and then we can wrap it up with the kids. That was my we, slate. Is there, is there still a little bit of... We put a button on it, tie it up. For... With the kids and what they're doing. The kids. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> <laughs> How do I reach these kids? All right, cool. We're like 17 uh, minutes. Oh right on! All right, so we gotta uh, wrap it up. So we're so we're we're coming out of the song. I think. Uh, uh, what should the who? Well, who are these kids gonna idolize next? What's the next? Yeah, yeah, what's the next phase? Eventually, haven't we just lapped ourselves? Right. Yeah. Because they can't. Well, I guess it's all gonna come. There, there's gonna be some kind of grunge revolution, isn't there? I mean, yeah. that's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. That's we'll gonna st- be. We'll start with that. We'll right. Start with that. So we're just coming out of the song. And three, two, one. I still say that is the greatest song ever recorded. <laughs> it's definitely different. You, they they should start playing that in the clubs. I feel like people are gonna be playing maybe Kid and Play, or they're gonna be playing a little uh, Tevin Campbell. Some Fat Boys, yes. Some Fat Boys. Some uh, some Bobby Brown. Like if if that era is completely back. Uh, they're going to be doing that. Um, they're going to be listening to NWA, but shit isn't going to sound as scary <laughs> yeah, as they exactly. do. Because that shit came out and it was like, Ice Cube was the scariest shit on two legs, right, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Easy E, one scary motherfucker. Yeah. 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 But th- I always love it. By the way, those guys, no criminal records. <laughs> None of them. Like, I think I was Ice Cube. It still needs to be verified, but I believe I was told that Ice Cube was going to Arizona State. Wow. When well, they're getting ready to drop that record. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. You know, he's all preppy looking. Hey, guys. When he's at school. Hey, guys. My name is uh, O'Shea Jackson. <laughs> well, maybe he, he like, hey, O'Shea, how's it going? And you, then, you don't want to put this out about Cube, you know. He lives somewhere around here. So yeah, he probably does. He's somewhere in these hills, yes. <laughs> anyway. There's Cube in our hills. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I feel these kids are ripping my generation off. And what's next? 
Right. Who will they rip off next? Now, do you see any kids rocking like the Kurt Cobain haircut? I don't think it's happened just yet, but uh, I think it's on the, like, the the precipice. Yeah, you can smell that coming right around coming, the corner. Yeah, a little grunge. I don't know, revolution or something. Like that. It's horrible. Yeah, S- somewhere right now, some kid is like, "Wait a minute!" It's like his dad, right? Because his dad's probably there, there. Could be people that like are parents of teenagers that are our age, I guess. Right. If like you know, um, his dad right now is like getting in the car and he's like. He just put in the CD of like, uh, I don't know, he, he put in fucking bleach or like in utero or something. And then the kid's like, ooh, this is good. Who is this? Right. And he's like, kid, this is Nirvana. Turn it up, dad. And he's like, oh, this is some good shit. And then he's going to put on a cardigan. Now, here's the weird thing. When he put, now, Kurt Cobain was being retro when he put on the cardigan. You know what I'm saying? That was like an old 1978 cardigan he was wearing, right? Yeah, sure. So Kurt Cobain was being retro. Now, now officially as a culture, we've lapped ourselves because this kid is now. <clears throat> this is this is really meta. This kid is now being retro, dressing like a guy who was dressing retro. Huh. you know what I'm saying? It's it's overlap. It's yeah. like a mirror looking into a mirror, hmm. looking into a mirror, <laughs> looking into a mirror. Looking into a mirror. Yeah, you lost me on the Looking second. into a mirror. Oh, I got it. Yeah. 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 But where does it well, end? Well, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, so where at, does it end? At what point... And so he, he laps himself, and then and then what happens is, yeah, it, it, it just goes all into fucking nuttiness. So I'm saying maybe the bomb should be dropped on this one, and someone should uh, stand up. I don't know who could do this. Someone with some, some cred. Right. Someone would nominate. Maybe the president. Sure. Maybe Barack Obama. Could do this and, and stand up and say, you know what, kid? He's for change. Yeah. Stop it here. Right. No more of this retro shit. Let, Create let, something cool now. Let's do something now. Yes. Somebody make something real cool now that's like modern and hip and cool. Because I don't know the last, like, I don't know, fucking Lady Gaga. Is that modern, hip, and cool? Is that, is that what the kids are into? Uh, to them, that is cool. Yes. Yeah. The Gaga. They, they do like that. Like, no one's like, that shit's weak. Because, no. like, no one like. She's got cred for some reason yes people respect the gaga i have no idea uh, even the cool kids like do you see the cool like what the you know are the cool kids listening to the gaga are they feeling this are you asking me to speak for cool kids <laughs> buck yes i want you to be a mouthpiece for cool teenagers i'm 33 years old and i'm speaking for cool kids and what is it is lady gaga cool <laughs> is that what you're asking <laughs> yes yes i want you to put on Jesus. your uh, oh, oh, man. i want you to put on your 14-year-old boy hat. Exactly. You want fries with that? Uh, and uh, tell me if it's cool. Yeah, she's cool. I have no idea why, but yeah. Uh, I remember asking a DJ friend of mine from who's going to UCLA. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I was making fun of Lady Gaga. He's like, nah, man. She's got beats. Nah, she's dope. And I, he was being <laughs> serious. He was being full-on serious about it. And I was like, you got to be shitting me. Really? Like, People are respecting her, so yeah. Yeah, no, no, you can't, you can't fuck with it. No, I'm not down with it though. All right, well, the, well, there we go. So uh, we'll be back with a little more uh, sex and violence coming up soon, right after the Fat Boys. <laughs> Mus. Awesome. That was good. Uh, this final piece is from a night when myself and Elliot, who does the announcing for the show, who was on the beginning of the show. Uh, we went out and we went to a bar and then we came back and we just still wanted to hang out. And uh, it was probably, you know, midnight or 1230 at night. And we said, hey, it'd be fun just to record something. So I had this little piece of uh, this wiki how uh, article, which is probably one of the worst kind of dirty, I don't know, kind of topics to be talking about uh, that we had lying around. So we said, hey, let's just do this. So the result ended up being like 45 minutes long and I listened to it back. We just sounded really drunk. It just wasn't right. So I decided to play just a couple, first couple minutes of this as we fade out. So you can see just how bad things can get. Um, yeah. So this it. Uh, I'm not going to even say the title of this one. Just move right on into it. This is me and Elliot really drunk. And then you understand why no one ever heard this. Um and then to finish off is funny in putting these together. I realized there's probably another two hours worth of stuff with the clips we had just done over the last six months that uh, didn't make it just because we were just screwing around or having fun or whatever. So it's kind of neat. Um, but once again, uh, you guys have a 
great boxing day and uh, we'll have another show coming out in a couple days okay bye because then we'd have to go into a fucking thing and like that's not funny like you said like it'd be funnier if we just always had me random all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to the far out podcast this is todd perrin i'm sitting next to me with uh elliot word so uh elliot and i were drinking tonight out in beautiful long beach california long beach and um you know we went out for a night we decided to head back to my place to have a couple extra beers we figured why not uh, do a little show for the people why not so that being said there's been a piece of prep that's been sitting around the uh, low-budget studios for quite some time that uh, me and uh, John and Buck, we never quite got the chance to get to. And, and just because uh, I, I believe that Elliot is a, definitely a strong member of the show, uh, that I would be able to go, go over this, this piece of information with him and to see if he can help out the lot. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the far-out audience <laughs> in uh, figuring out what's going on here. Elliot, are you familiar with the uh, website WikiHow? Not actually, no. Not in any way. You, you've never checked it out? Like, no, basically, if, I, I know Wikipedia. Okay, well, this is WikiHow. This is like, if you, like, let's just say you wanted to do anything in life. Like, you're like, uh, I, I need to figure out how to clean my windows, or I need to change the oil in a certain automobile. Sounds helpful. And this is a site that is dedicated to helping people. And and through some of my searches, just on accident, for no reason at all, I came across an article that I believe just might help out our audience. Okay. Is it uh, Wiki Picking Up Girls in High School? Uh, no, no, it is not that, although that might be useful. <laughs> you're saying, oh, well, you're a semi-taken man these days, so. I am a little bit of a taken man, that's true. So you're not in need of, of these tricks. But I think, first of all, if you want to do that, the first thing is to have a Ford Firebird or some kind of 70s automobile. Well, yeah, and, but and the, the second step on that uh, list would also uh, be Wiki Know Where a High School Is. <laughs> Just look that up. Wiki, where is my uh, latest high school? So I, I, f- I found this. And it had the most amusing topic of all time. So I, I printed this out a while back, and we just happened to never get to it yet. So I, I wanted to do this topic. So I figured, hey, we'll put a little quickie talking about it. And uh, this is WikiHow. And the topic is, this is instructional, by the way. Oh, oh, excellent. It is uh, how to hide an erection. Mm, good news. At that, I would like to have known this while I was uh, wiki in high school, actually. That would have been really wiki helpful. No, no, it was... At any point, Ellie, did you ever have a difficult time with... Uh, most with the- of high school, actually, yeah. You don't even have to fucking ask me this question. Yes. Yes, I did. Most of high school, I had the wiki erection. Were you walking around with a wiki erection? Um, walking around, maybe not so much. Wiki at my desk. Okay, you're sitting wiki at your desk, and I'll, I'll put it this way. Uh, Elliot's probably about the size of, uh, you're about, what, 5'11"? I am exactly uh, 5'11 and a half, which is pretty much the shittiest size to be. And that's basically your knees in a high school desk are pretty much coming up right to the top of the desk. Uh, there's probably some kind of nubile buxom looking uh 17 year old girl sitting in front of young elliot um that would be a wonderful scenario and yes that did happen a lot and uh, i i had that situation quite often because when i was in ninth grade there was a greek girl and i i don't know whether i want to say her name but she was a massive gap between her teeth but she, she was amazing she had a very uh, taut bottom and uh, I used to sit behind her, and yes, every once in a while I would uh, achieve an erection. Because, you know, I'm, I'm 33 now, and I'd like to say that the, when I was about 14 or 15, the amount of unnecessary erections that occurred during the day was probably, there's probably about six or seven throughout the day that just happened for no uh, reason whatsoever. Nowadays, after I quit smoking, uh, I'm starting to get them more often. I get like a 2.30 every once in a while. It's like right about the time I need some tea at work, I, I, I get ready to... Just have a, have another unnecessary one. Um, you know that's uh, that's the great thing about the uh, male anatomy is that it does not adjust to the working schedule. <laughs> no, it does not. And it's like there's an old Taoist uh, saying of the, the the Chinese where they say that um, when the member stirs naturally, 
then that's when it's time for one to take action. Because, you know, there's many times when prematurely we get into situ- sexual situations where, you know, you're not necessarily aroused, but you want to be aroused, and you see somebody, and you want to get into action. But when the member stirs naturally, like, think about this. We, we all have erections, everybody in the audience, and sometimes they just happen to, for no reason, pop up. And what, what, what that is, that's your body telling you that is now time to perform. Your body naturally wants to perform. It's kind of like um, uh, th- any other natural cycles. Like you get hungry. You get hungry because your body needs nourishment. You need to eat on a certain level. Now, when you have an erection spontaneously, what's, that your, what's your body telling you? The problem is that sometimes the body stirs naturally in times when it's not going to be appropriate to mount anything, procreate, take business into your own hands because it might be third period. You're just sitting in class. Um, you might be at work. You might be in a cubicle. There might be lots of times when you have, uh, although your, your member is stirring naturally, your body is telling you that it is time to um, make use of this member. Um, it really isn't an appropriate time. So, Oh, there's so many inappropriate times. So maybe this could help some people. Maybe it can help people like Brett Favre, the people who are uh, taking unnecessary junk shots. But in WikiHow, once again, They've got uh, some tips on how to hide an erection. So, uh, Elliot, I'm going to go over a couple of these tips and maybe you can tell them whether they're useful, maybe whether you've used them before. I would actually love to hear any of these tips because uh, the random happenstance that still happens now would be a great uh, exponential rate that uh, I would not incur embarrassment. <laughs> thing about army shorts if you've never been enlisted in the military or served your country um if you have an erection in these shorts a your erection looks impressive because the shorts are very tight um b they're they're obvious it's not some some other kind of shorts like if i was wearing some jean shorts or some cutoffs in which people wouldn't realize what was happening you're you're really really going on about your own uh erection at this point which is kind of surprising (laughs) 